Hi, I'm Melissa, founder of Growth Consultancy and host of the 30 Over 30 podcast, where I talk to women about making power moves, challenging stereotypes, and lessons they've learned in life, career, and business. Today, I'm talking about juggling work and business in a pandemic, which is something that we've all been doing. And there's been a lot in the news recently about what governments are doing across the world to um, get businesses back into business and to get the economy moving again. So I'm joined by Matty Gono today, and she's going to be talking to me about how she's managed to um, juggle work, life and business in a pandemic. Matty Gono is an entrepreneur. She's a skills coach, a luxury wedding planner, and the founder of Matty Gono Events. So Matty, thank you for joining me um, this morning. Um, I'd love to know about how you run a business and how you manage to juggle everything and, and make it work in this strange season that we're in. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I mean, that's quite a broad question uh, that, that you've asked in terms of juggling. Um, and it's literally been that, I, I guess, uh, in the midst of this pandemic, kind of having the, there's been a lot of downtime. Um, so for myself, obviously, I run a wedding and events uh, business. And what that has meant is that those um weddings and events have kind of um they've stopped we haven't been able to um you know deliver um any of those weddings that our brides and grooms had um planned for however you know it has been a time of planning kind of getting ducks in a row um i have a part-time assistant and um fortunately i have been able to keep her working uh for for about a day and a half a week mm -hmm. however it is also because we have um we we still get inquiries and, and we still are planning those um the weddings for our brides and grooms so we had to move a lot of our 2020 weddings to the latter end of um this year 2021 um and you know next year's intake uh for 2022 is also uh booming <laughs> as it were because people just want to get on with life so um how have I juggled it I think just in terms of time managing my time um whilst we haven't been able to uh have the actual big wedding days we've been doing the planning but I have also been doing another role which is uh, one of my other hats which is a I, I'm a skills coach so that has actually been my bread and butter through this uh, pandemic it has also been one of the reasons I've been able to keep my assistant working um, as well which is good um, and I think I've managed to strike a balance between the two um, only because you know, in the midst of this pandemic, like I said, there's been a lot of downtime. So some of the distractions of going to see friends um, and also uh, going out have been eliminated. So I've kind of thrown myself um, into this other role, um, which has been, you know, quite good, quite good in this season. I love what you just said about having time to strategize um, because that's something I can relate to. So for me, I also run a booking agency, which generally supplies singers for weddings. And that was obviously a completely quiet business last year. But personally, I appreciated the time um, that existed to rest, I would say, and just not have everything going on at once and not have so many plates um, kind of in the work. So for me, I feel like that time to strategize was also a good time to rest as well as build and plan. So I, I 
personally valued that. And I also love what you said about leaning into your other strength and your other skill set with the coaching, because again, um, I found myself doing a, a lot more consulting and a lot more marketing work during that period yeah. where the other business was was really quiet. And I think, um, you know, sometimes, you know, we forget that it's, it's actually okay to, um, to do that. It's okay to, you know, take a break from something um, and um, give focus and give energy to something that is you know, is, is helping you thrive, whether it be in a pandemic or in, in whatever other situation you're in. So I think it's amazing to have these different skills that you can, you know, you can kind of fall back on. And so for me, that's been really valuable as well as taking the time to rest and plan. I'm not sure if you feel the same. Yeah, definitely. I do feel the same. I think the rest has been good. Um, the break has been good. I think it's also allowed me to fall back in love with doing weddings um, as well. Um, and I say that only because you can get quite tired um, yeah. doing them, even like physically more than mentally sometimes. Um, mm. And I've had a good, this has been a good season to, to, to rest and to strategize, whether it's strategizing um, what we're going to do with social media, because we have taken a long break, but we are readying up to relaunch with a refresh of the brand. Um, and also um, to, to just make it more what's happening right now, because I think sometimes mm -hmm. as a business, you, you other than going with the times, you kind of really need to take stock of how people are feeling. Um, mm -hmm. And I felt personally that um, the break was definitely needed because um, a lot of uh, our brides were quite obviously frustrated with the situation um, yeah. and someone posting like wedding pictures or wedding inspiration um, wasn't the best angle for us as a business I mm. felt like okay let me work on the relationships that I have with my brides and mm. support them um, through the the pandemic not necessarily posting more inspiration because right now you know at that point in time none of them felt inspired <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but I mean we're, we're back in full swing of things I mean I've been on countless site visits over the last two weeks, um, which has been um, really, really good. Um, looking for venues for new couples and also doing site visits for those that are going to be taking place. Like our, our first wedding is um, towards the end of this month anyway, once the numbers go back up to 30 people. So, yeah, no, it's been a really good time to, to strategize, take stock, reevaluate and even, you know, look into other avenues of business as well. Yeah, I love that. Definitely important to take stock and consider other avenues and other ways to be productive. Um, so that's that's really important. You did mention a little bit about your social media feed and how you know you've had to have an adaptive strategy with that. Um, and just speaking of your social media feed, you've got some really beautiful um, just pictures on there of like you know weddings that you've you've managed. The events industry has suffered, obviously, you know, a, a silence of of twelve months or, or whatever it's been. Um, but it is coming back, as you mentioned, and, and you know, people are um, investing their time again into planning the big weddings. Do you really think that weddings will make a comeback in the way that they were previously? Or do you think it, you know, do you foresee it taking a bit longer um, before we start seeing like the big lavish ceremonies with, you know, all the works? Or do you think people will just suddenly get used to having the smaller more low-key ceremonies with less people how do you think that's going to pan out um i do feel like there will be a, a boost in the intimate weddings so weddings for under guest numbers of 100 um and i think this is only because couples are more 
not socially aware is not the right word, but maybe even more cautious um, because it's not necessarily that, you know, uh, we've been in a pandemic, but it's not finished. <laughs> like they, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not necessarily over. So I think they're more conscious of um, numbers and having pe- like loads of people in one place and things like that. I think um, social distancing and hand sanitizers are not completely going to go out of the window um, yeah. and are going to be something that are included in events like our next um, event, which is um, at the end of this month, you know, we've got signs to do with um, using hand sanitizers and things like that. And we've been able to incorporate that into like the couple's wedding branding as well, which has been really, really helpful. Um, but I think in terms of the larger numbers, we might see that towards like the end of the year. However, I think in the winter months, we may be like put back on a limit of how many people can attend an event mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like flu season and things like that um i mean covid's not gone it's just you know the pot isn't boiling as hot as it was uh, mm-hmm. previously so we're not all stuck in the house but we can go out um and things like that so um and other countries have seen a uh, a rise in um doing uh, large uh, events with crowds um, and they are managing we've got also what you call the lateral flow covid tests which they use in the schools and a lot of businesses have started using them and encouraging employees who are going into work to okay take it on a sunday night okay and then take it again on a wednesday or a thursday night so i think even in regards to events um, one thing we're implementing is definitely you know making sure that we are also as vendors kind of taking precautions taking the test for uh, ourselves and knowing that okay we're all good we can go so I think there's just a different level of awareness the numbers will come back out people will start celebrating in large numbers not sure about numbers over 500 if I'm honest with you because also some of the larger venues in the UK have suffered Uh, for example Decorium is you know it's no longer a wedding venue they didn't survive Covid do you see what I mean as a yeah, business yeah. so um you know venues like that so more of our uh, more intimate wedding venues are becoming more popular places like the Anders and um you know some of the smaller rooms and things like that but uh, I think people will want to come out and celebrate um and those mm-hmm. that you know those that don't want to attend somebody's wedding will RSVP but I, I think they they will you know they they will definitely be full attendance at weddings if someone is invited mm, you know they, they will value will, that spot yeah, they'll value that spot and you know it's kind of like they're all looking for a motive <laughs> to go out <laughs> you know um so we'll welcome a wedding invitation yeah I think so too um so just moving on then I'm really big on self-care and I've really come to understand the importance of having that baked into your schedule especially if you know you're doing so many things you know working you know nine to five having you know running a business having having family and all the different things that we squeeze into our lives so my question is when you're not working how do you relax you know what's your self-care you know routine that kind of keeps you going and keeps you efficient and productive when you're doing all these things um, I'm very big on self-care. Um, I'm a recently qualified uh, mental health first aider. And um, I think my understanding of self-care is paramount. It always has been because I've 
always been um, the type of person who thinks I cannot serve you if I have not served myself properly. If you know what I mean, I, I don't have anything to give you if I am empty. Um, so I always promote kind of trying to keep my uh, stress, stress tank empty and ensuring that I am taking care of myself. And what that looks like for me is um, switching off at a particular time. I get lots of sleep. <laughs> I, get, I, I get lots of sleep. I am a seven and a half hours uh, a night type of girl. That's the time mm. I need. Um, and it, because that's what I need to function. Yeah. Um, I'm big on exercise as well. Um, also, I feel like that's the best way to start your day. It just gets you going um, and it puts you in the right frame of mind. Um, and it's kind of like that little bit of me time because I know that I'm working on myself um, yeah. because if I am working on, for example, the business or I am working for um, one of my clients, I know that I've worked on myself that morning. It really, it really kind of um, helps me. Um, part of my self-care also includes a gratitude journal, especially on a Sunday, mm. I would say, you know, there's, I know a lot of people say, oh, self-care Sunday, but I really think it is important to mm. kind of reset. Um, so usually I do a lot of journaling on a Sunday, reviewing how my week went, writing down my thoughts, because I juggle so many uh, things to, to kind of relax. Mm. I also have a colouring book. Ooh. I have a colouring book, yeah, I colour, um, and even uh, sometimes uh, when I've had a really, really busy day and I still have things on my to-do list that I've not achieved and I know that I need to start switching off, I, I just stop all the, the, um, the screens, whether it's the TV, whether it's the two laptops plus, mm. <laughs> you know, plus, well, three screens, mm -hmm. um, you know, all of, stop all the screens and I just sit there and I colour. It really, it re it's really therapeutic. Um, but in terms of if I'm going to do something, can take a day out, recently went for a massage, full body massage, those are like king for me. Yeah. Yeah, those are, those are king for me. And um, just lighting a candle and just, you know, listening to good music um, sometimes really just helps with my mindfulness um, and being mm. present because I think if you're running a, a business or you have a side hustle um, plus you're working for someone else you really have to be um, you really have to be mindful um, and not uh, kind of chase the carrot like oh I'm trying to do this so that I can do the next thing then do the next thing then do the next thing it's like you never really live life um, you'll just continue working for the next thing yeah exactly yeah yeah so mindfulness very very important but the coloring book I mean that's changed the game for me I mean I, I you know it's also uh, helped me with my organization um in terms of compartmentalizing um the things that I need to do um and prioritize and, and things like that but it's really important to switch off I think no I, I really like those uh, suggestions so just to recap then exercise is one that I've managed to just develop a bit more consistency in terms of having like, you know, daily workouts. And I found that really helpful in terms of just getting energized for the day. Sleep, I'm getting a lot more sleep now. And I've kind of 
I, I went through a phase where I just, I just wanted to live on five hours sleep because I was like, you know, you get more done in the day and it's going to be amazing. But I just couldn't, it just didn't work for me. And I couldn't understand how it worked for some people. And I've accepted that, no, I need at least seven to eight and and that's what it's going to be. And so I'm, I'm comfortable with that now. And, you know, one of the things that um, I'm getting better at is the screen shutdown, because even though I know I need to shut screens off after a certain time, I still have that occasional habit. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you just fall back into, oh, you know, okay, I've just got my phone with me. So I'm just going to have a quick scroll. So that I think is, is, is definitely, there's definitely a difference in the quality of sleep and wind down time that you get when you managed to put that away and the coloring book definitely sounds like something yeah definitely sounds interesting sounds like something I'm going to try yeah. and then candles I love the smell of candles but um again I think it's just remembering to do it so sometimes I I think oh I've got I've got a couple of nice candles but you know it's just forgetting to actually like use them and yeah. um and and have that routine and also sticking with it as well having a time where this is the time I'm gonna you know set down for the day and this is what I'm gonna do yeah. Um, and not getting distracted with things I think you've got to be really intentional um I do tend to um like if it's again been a really busy day and I want to relax um I you know I reach for the candle comes out um we've got like two um uh two spotlights in our um living room and what I usually tend to do I switch off the one that I'm sitting underneath so that my mm. mind is also now getting used to the fact that actually it's nighttime <laughs> and I need to wind down because if you have it, um, and this is, uh, and I think this is more of a kind of social media influencer thing. Everything needs to be so bright. Everything I know, needs yeah. To be, and sometimes that light isn't good for you in the evening if you are mm. trying to wind down. It's something that I learned from my brother, um, you know, because I was there was a time when I was looking for the white bulbs and I wanted mm. to move away from using the warm bulbs. And then when I started using the white bulbs, he gave me a whole batch and he said he can't use them because his brain thinks it's daylight outside when he has the lights on mm. um you know when he's using the white light and it is it, it it's kind of like we have to most of the things that we do are a learned behavior so mm. you, for yourself if you're feeling like okay yeah i need to work on my wind down technique what is your wind down technique is it that you you have your dinner at 6 30 7 o'clock by that time how long you've got to think about how long you've got until you're actually going to go to sleep like how mm. long does your food need to digest mm. um, and then you just think okay I, I i literally watch one show and go to bed so i probably only watch about 45 maybe 50 minutes mm -hmm. of tv a day I cannot mm. because the, like the screen time I'm doing yeah. when I'm when I'm working when I'm in meetings um, when I'm in Zoom calls and sometimes what happens is I find myself I'm in coaching sessions from like ten until twelve and then again from two until four and then by the time I know it I've got a bride and groom that I need to speak to mm. after they finished work because obviously uh, you know during the day I'm a bit more flexible but for them they're they, like, yeah. 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 So I'm I'm meeting that I'm I'm having meetings from like five thirty to six thirty, or sometimes even from six thirty to to, to seven thirty and mm. seven to eight o'clock. It can really it can really run away with you. So you need to know how to kind of wind down. Um, I, I can wind down quite quickly <laughs> these days. Um, yeah, with the coloring book, it's so helpful. If you are on ten, it will bring you all the way down to one. You know. Okay, I definitely haven't tried that, so that's definitely on the to-do list. So for anyone who's yeah. listening, get a colouring book. Yeah, hundred percent. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. Okay, so what business advice have you had? If there's one piece of advice that you've been given that's really helped you or, or really worked for you up until this point, what would you say that that is? Oh my gosh, I think at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was talking about um, pivoting, pivoting, um, kind of, you know, using the gifts that you already have, the talents that you already have. Um, and I would, it's a bit of, you know, everyone was talking about it at that point in time, but I think it was necessary. Um, so kind of, uh, I've always been, I've always been in education. I'm a qualified teacher. Um, however, I um, decided um, when I started my career, I would go into training. So most of my early career um, was very much uh, kind of coaching and teaching and training young adults in the workplace. So I decided to tap back into that. Um, and I think that really, uh, really helped. So I think my advice would definitely be to look at your bag of skills. Um, and there is nothing wrong if you are an entrepreneur to go back to work if you need to you know I think there's seasons for everything mm. sometimes um, as an entrepreneur you may feel like oh my gosh no I'm an entrepreneur I've been full-time self-employed now mm. I have to go and work for someone I can't do that just humble yourself I mean if you need to pay bills you will humble yourself <laughs> yeah exactly um, and I think we all we've all got a journey and we all started somewhere do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I've been blessed to have amazing um, staff and an amazing team when it comes to my event business, because when I work um, or do other work for other people, or other companies, I, you know, I'm present. I give it my 110%. Mm. So there is nothing wrong with if you've had to go back to work, um, which was something that I kind of took on board. Um, even with the whole pivot thing, um, looking at other avenues and other streams of income. So, for example, even though um, I um, I'm a skills coach as well, one of the one one of the wonderful things with that means that I'm able to communicate and teach others. And mm. um, I tapped into using, for example, Udemy and Teachable, um, mm. and um, you know, putting together online content um, because a, a need um, I uh, identified was that a lot of people wanted um, a mentor um, in the events business. A lot of people wanted to know how to strategize, how to do their pricing and all of those, those types of things. So I tapped into that a little bit, but I've, I've only parked it because the time to release um, the content isn't right. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. No one to learn about how to be a wedding planner and nobody's doing any weddings. Mm. Yeah? So you've got to also, that's strategizing um, that I was doing. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a few things that I've, um, that, that I've been able to do, but I would just encourage anybody to, who's an entrepreneur to tap into the gifts and the resources that they have. Um, and also look at, you know, look at an online business that you buying and selling, what can you buy and sell legally? <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, um, as well. Um, and I know some, uh, wedding and events professionals who have opened, um shops you know they've opened supermarkets actually um you know in this time um some who never used to do um caterers who never used to do takeaways before opened up 
um, takeaways because obviously the food business has been thriving. We all need to eat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so looking at different ways of kind of amplifying maybe what you were doing before or just it's okay to sidestep um, and reinvent yourself, you know? Yeah, no, I love that because, again, I think entrepreneurs are sold this dream of, you know, once you're on that, you know, journey, this is what you do and you've got to see it through. And they kind of end up feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm failing if it's not quite going in the, in the direction that they want it to go in or if things change. Whereas the mindset should be, actually, if I need to do something else, if I need to, um, you know, sidestep, if I need to, you know, learn new skills, that is really all part of the journey and, yeah. and that needs to be normal. Um, yeah. And again, you said something else. You said there's nothing wrong with going back to work. If you need to go back to work, go back to work and do what you need to do for that time period. So I think those are really amazing little gems. Um, and yeah, I think people need to, people definitely need to, to hear that more often. Brilliant. Okay, so how can we contact you or where can we find you? Okay, so you can contact me <laughs> um, via Instagram, I guess, um, is the best way. So um, even if it is in regards to uh, business, training, anything like that, you can contact me at Matty Gono Events um, on Instagram and our email address is info at mattygonoevents.com. Um, I'll say that again, info at mattygonoevents.com. And there is a number that you can contact, but it, it's on the Instagram page. We have a website as well. Um, so you can visit www.mattygonoevents.com. Um, and there's an inquiry sheet that you can fill in, um, whether it's to do with weddings or events, it, it re you know, it really doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Just put your inquiry in there. I learned something also and a tip I will give to um, small business owners. Don't have 50 million emails, <laughs> like email addresses. Don't have one for you, one for your assistant, one for what I found is um, I have one inbox. My assistant has access to that inbox yeah. and we work out of that inbox. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. So nothing gets lost and nothing gets, and you're in control then as well, exactly. I guess, of what's coming in. Yeah, exactly. We know all the projects we're working for um, on um, or, or for, we, you know, we use Trello to uh, manage most of the projects that we're working yeah. on um, and for daily tasks. So if you have an assistant and you're like, mm, maybe maybe there's a lack of visibility or mm. you're not sure in terms of communicating. I exactly. Mean, we, yeah. We use Trello. We also use a system for our weddings in particular, um, which is forward facing for our brides and grooms. We use Isle Planner um, and that's where all their wedding information is housed. Every, every single thing they need to know is there. Um, they upload pictures, we upload pictures, timelines are there, checklists are there, and there's progression that is seen also. So I think um, a tip that I would give to business owners, simplify, don't complicate things. I think yeah. sometimes we overcomplicate things, thinking, oh my God, this is how I'm going to, this is how you expand as a business. Mm. Not necessarily simplify it for yourself. Um, make it easy for for others to communicate with you also mm, mm. well we've got a couple of bonus tips in there so thank you so much matty for stopping by you're welcome yeah it's been great talking to you thank you so much for having me if you liked this conversation 
then tell a friend to tell a friend because that's how wise words get heard. You can find us on Instagram at 30over30 or you can visit www30over30.co.uk.